When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Who Cares About the Rock Hall. Uh, my name is Joe Quazala. I will be your host for this thing. With me is Kristen Studdard. As always. <laughs> as always, we can sure. Say that. I think as always. Because it's the first one. And foreseeably. Perfect. Yes. Uh, I, I suppose we got to immediately get into what the hell this is. Yeah. Like, uh, WTF is this thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate you, too. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, it's This is going to be about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, a thing that I think is uh, often misunderstood uh, and underreported. Misunderstood? Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. And you can make fun of me all people, you need to. People misunderstand. <laughs> that's what it is. And I'm obsessed with it, and I know everything about it, and you think that's weird. I think that is one way to put it. Right. I think it, I I mostly I think it's very lame. <laughs> okay, sure. Lame might be. No, I mean go go full force. I mean that's it. I'm going to hit you with the big L for now and we'll see. We'll see how my feelings evolve over the foreseeable future. Yeah, the foreseeable future, the, as always. Uh and let's let's just bring in our guest for the first episode. Very funny comedian, writer for The Late Late Show, James Corden. Uh Mr. Nate Freud. Hello. Oh my god, hello. Welcome, Nate. Yeah. Thank you, Joe and Kristen, for having me on the inaugural episode of Rock Hall. Yeah. Um, so I think probably a good place to start is, Nate, do you know anything about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And I, also, it's okay if you don't. The, yeah, the kind of premise is that we don't expect I've, you to know anything. I've been to it. This is the one in Cleveland? Sure. Yes. Uh, and I, sure. I, I said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The the museum itself is in Cleveland. Okay. But oh I guess God. I said, sh- I, I'm insane. <laughs> I said, sure, because I guess the distinction is I don't really care about the museum. I'm more about like the institution, oh. the induction ceremonies, <laughs> the kind of more conceptual hall than the brick well, and mortar. Well, lives me. in all of our hearts and minds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You get I'm it. just some yokel that's only been to the museum. So um, I have been to the museum once mm-hmm. when I was like 21 years, no, 20 years old, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I, I was big into indie rock at the time. And I was very like, disappointed the at how exhibit? few there was. I, there was actually a a exhibit with a bunch of like posters, and there was a built to spill like concert poster in there. And I was like, okay, this place is all right. <laughs> and that's all I remember from my trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we, and that of course Cleveland rocked. Yes, oh, yes. Cleveland, Cleveland <laughs> rocks. Yes. rocks. That you know what? No controversy there. No. Uh, so uh, it's, it's weirdly there is a separation between the museum and the 
institution, which is why I, I was so oh weird up top. <laughs> and they're like run by different people. And also, like, if you go to the museum, you can see it's not like there's only stuff from people who have been inducted. You know, like there's a built to spill poster. You can see a weird like stuff from like Britney Spears. You, there's all sorts of stuff. Who is not in the Who is not late. Let's be clear. It, yet. Is, is not, yet. Not eligible. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> let me get some a few things clear then for myself as right. well. Mm-hmm. This is going to be about the entity of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not the physical museum museum Mm -hmm. location. That's just its own little thing. Yes. Glad we're getting that ironed out 10 minutes into the (laughs) (laughs) podcast. More more so the the thing that I'm interested in and the thing that I kind of follow revolves around the induction ceremonies, uh, where about five or six artists are inducted every year. and there's nominees that are announced every year. Uh, and these big ceremonies that I think are underreported. I, I think I said that already. <laughs> I think I said that already. Just because, because they're huge music events, and I feel like no, no nobody sees them. Nobody knows they're going on. I went last year. I went last year to the induction ceremony, and I went to New York. Is at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And I was telling people, and they're like, isn't that, what are you talking about? Isn't that in Cleveland? What are you doing? That's going on. And it was like a huge, it's a huge concert with the people who were there Some last might year. say legends. Yeah. I mean, the people who performed last year were Pearl Jam, Alicia Keys, Snoop Dogg, uh, Jackson Brown, Joan Baez, uh, Yes, Rush, Electric Light Orchestra. Like, I, I think that amount that number of artists in one concert would be something you would hear about. It's a lot of star yeah. star power, if you will. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised to hear that. I, right. I, and you know what? I am too. Great. And, and they, I think that, I actually think that more people are familiar with like the VH1 show Legends than, than, with, they are the hall. than with the hall being like a, a concert that happens mm-hmm. every year. Like, and is broadcast on HBO. Uh, if you have HBO Go, you can find... Now, how how much did the ba- all those bands play at this event? Uh, so, I, so this is another thing that I think is great about the induction ceremonies is each inducted band or artist plays three songs and then they're done. Wow! The way an induction their own songs. Yeah, the wow. way. Okay. And then, although Joan Baez, her career has been marked with a lot of covers, so she she did like "Swing Low, Sweet Chariot." She did "The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down." Uh, and then she did some other song that she played with the Indigo Girls and Mary Shape and Carpenter. You know, the oh, bias wow. media doesn't cover the Rock Hall induction, but the bias media. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they sure do. There's a huge media bias. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> but I think it's it's perfect the way those the, the way those concerts are set up. They show like a little video to kind of hype you up on who's being inducted. Someone famous comes out and says a speech talking about why they're cool. Then the band accepts, says thanks. They play three songs, and then you move on to the next one. Now, do you think that these would get more coverage if maybe there was more drama? Like, because these are essentially Lifetime Achievement Awards, Mm -hmm. I bet it's just like the Lifetime Achievement Awards section of any award show where it's just like all nicey-nice, everybody loves you. Don't a lot of people like refuse to attend or something mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah and i mean that's for political reasons it's this weird thing where like when like a They're newer band Vietnam. when they refuse to attend 
that that is drama but it's drama that makes it seem like an uncool event so people don't want to yeah it almost is like it is an uncool event almost it's almost like that well the the big controversy for this year so the induction ceremony this year is happening uh, what on, is the con- it's happening on the Saturday. hot goss what is the hot goss so, going on so we are days away from the induction ceremony for the class of 2018 when does this pod drop i don't know so <laughs> it will probably have happened Pro- by the most time this likely comes out. unless we're able to sneak this out under the wire i mean just my paperwork alone is going to take at least <laughs> 2 weeks <laughs> 2 weeks yeah. uh so this this year was so it's 25 years after a band's first released recording is when they're eligible to mm-hmm. be inducted. So this meant 1992, which is Radiohead. And Radiohead, by all accounts, should be first-year eligible inducted. As soon oh, as they're that's eligible... that's another thing I've, I have learned in, just in having tangential conversations about the Rock Hall with Joe is first-year eligibility is like a term that people... Like if people, you, me. That, well, is it like big in all your message boards too? Oh my god! <laughs> yes, it is, I mean, isn't it? I wouldn't call them message boards, but sure, there's conversations on Twitter that are happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. So first year eligible, first mm-hmm. round draft pick, uh, Radiohead. Yeah, so Radiohead sh- should have been inducted. They they have every they check every box that you could possibly think of that makes you an inductable band and they were not inducted this year uh is this like the academy where it's all just old white dudes and that's why we're not gonna get any diversity in like who gets inducted yeah and it's it's getting worse uh, because so that isn't it all right <laughs> isn't everything in, in, in many ways half of everything. them have died and they're still on the board for it <laughs> so there's a there's a small nominating committee of about 15 people you know, that uh, is a very small. Yeah, it, and this is the, this is the group of people that release the names that are nominated, and they it's it was nineteen uh, acts that were nominated this year, and the you know the people on the nominating committee there's a few musicians Questlove, uh, Tom Morello, Little Steven from the e Street Band, and then you know uh, some Rolling Stone, uh, some Pitchfork uh, critics. And oh. other just kind of assorted. I it was like some members of the Rolling Stones, but you weren't going to say which one. <laughs> no, some Rolling Stone band members that I won't mention by name. Uh, but like critics and people in the industry, and they release these names. And usually that list is very good. And then it goes out to the voting body of about 900 to 1,000 voting members. And in the past few years, they have seemed to, uh, they're drawn to the more dad rock uh old white guy i mean that's what bands when you think of the rock and roll hall of fame you are literally thinking of of like a dad's fantasy where Mm -hmm. he's like yeah right the rock and roll hall of fame dude because rock and roll is where it's at (laughs) (laughs) like i love rock and roll like it's (laughs) such a lame <laughs> it is there's a lot of oh, cargo God. pockets that's going yeah on. exactly right. it's a lot of a lot of those baseball hats curved curved brim baseball mm-hmm. hats cargo yeah, pockets tucked in uh polo shirt and yeah. cargo short yeah we're Cell looking at white holster on the yeah. on the belt we're looking at white socks and sneakers mm-hmm. like ankle like yeah, above the up, ankle socks like mid calf socks yeah oh. uh, and the reason i say it's getting worse is because when a band is inducted, they become part of the voting body. 
Oh, so, so like, it's just, oh, wow. this is literally, yeah. this is the patriarchy. This is <laughs> right. fucking white supremacy. <laughs> so, That's what it is. Yeah, eight dudes from Journey who were inducted last year now all are voting. You know, same with the fucking probably eight dudes like, from Yes who were inducted last yeah. year. And they all got to get their other bros from... I don't know what's from a, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the like, singer what's from Journey is a big Eels fan. Steve Perry. Yes, true story. Oh, okay. Well, what I do you think? The do you think the Eels are gonna gonna <laughs> make a make a splash? Maybe someday? now. <laughs> I, I actually think the the last time he performed on stage was when he guest sang at an Eels at concert. An Eels concert. Yeah. He did not perform at the Rock Hall induction. No, no. it was funny. Uh, it wasn't funny. It was what you would say, <laughs> lame. Uh, <laughs> People didn't for it up up until up until up until the moment uh, of the induction ceremony, no one knew if he was even going to show up because uh, he had not performed with Journey in like. Oh, there was a schism. Years. There's yeah, so, like Journey, and then there's like Filipino singer Journey, yeah, right? They yeah, like they guy, scouted a man who mm-hmm. sounds exactly like yes, Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. His name is Arnel Pineda. Great, uh, and he is the current singer for Journey. And they didn't know if Steve Perry was even going to show up. And he wasn't sitting in the audience because they have like tables at the ceremony where the inductees are sitting. Uh, And he wasn't there. And then he came out from backstage to accept the award. And it was like, oh, he's here. Is he going to sing? And then every... They were all like, oh, Sherry, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the first song that they played, no one was at the mic. Uh, and it was like, is he going to come out? It was like, it was, was the other guy there? No, what, Arnell? Was Arnell so there? You didn't know if Arnell was there. You knew Steve was there, but they were playing. They started playing uh, separate ways. Uh, Fitting. Right? Fitting. <laughs> and no Very one, and there was a mic stand, and no one was there, and it was See, truly this is suspenseful. the kind of drama that yes. pe- would make people care about mm-hmm. the Rock Hall. And, you, you know, this is. I'll say it. This is an interesting story. Okay, it's Thank interesting. You. <laughs> You've you. piqued my interest. Who attends the events? Like, who's the audience there? Uh, so they're open it's to the public. A lot of dads. Uh, but like on the floor, the floor seats. I think it's like a lot of twenty-year fraternity reunions. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Lord Michaels lot of, is lot often of, there. A lot of law uh, firm like perks. Perk tickets given away. Guys, you t- guys, you told their wives they've got a business trip this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they know where they're going. <laughs> they're going to the public hall in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> is that what you? Okay, so that's how we'll differentiate it. That's called the public hall. The, well, the the uh, no the. <laughs> oh my god, this the, is about to become something I wish I didn't know. <laughs> the the ceremony this year is in Cleveland, and the venue is called the public hall. Okay. That's okay. where, yeah, that's, I slipped that in. No, knowing it would just confuse everybody. Knowing I thought that. that's so, what well, we so were what calling ended up the happening museum with now. This journey oh, yeah, thing I'm sorry. Arnel Finish, Pineda came out. Complete the journey. Okay. So Arnel Pineda came out uh, and then sang the first song. And then he left and it was like, okay, is Steve Perry going to come out for the second song? And they played a song called Lights, which is a song kind of about them starting in San Francisco. And it was like, okay, if any song. Oh, that song, When the Lights Go Down in the City. That song yeah, is so Yeah, The City good. by the Bay. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, if he's going to come out and sing, because they had their original drummer come and, and play with them. And it was like, okay, Steve Perry will come out for this. And then it was Arnel Pineda again. Mm. And then they started, then it was like, last song, Don't Stop Don't Believing. Stop believing. And you're like, okay. And now has the audience Can, stopped believing that it's possible that he will come out? It 
to me felt like more suspenseful. Wait, oddly. were you there yes. at this moment? Yes. Were, who are you with? I am alone. <laughs> now, are you bonding with like the dudes next to you? Not even a little bit. <laughs> you guys aren't high fiving. You guys aren't all you know biting your nails together. I uh, I am having a fully. Uh, Sing- is- what do you call it? Singular experience. I that am- is one way to to call lonely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a very lonesome experience. Uh, but it really felt it, and it, I I felt it in the room. Like Steve Perry's <laughs> gonna come out. It's like he's here, and there was definitely a lot of love between those guys in their speeches. Uh, oh, so he had already given his speech, yes. and he was like, "I ain't so mad he's, at you." Building. They know he's we, there. Yeah, I guess him. I just didn't realize that they had all. Were they all on stage together? Except they were together hugging and being oh. like, "These guys are great." And, and you know, the guitar player Neil Sean, who's kind of like the lead guy after Steve Perry, was just being like, "Hey, you know, Steve Perry's the greatest, and like this band is nothing without Steve Perry." And he's kind of saying it back, like, like Neil he's Sean. Like, who... Sorry, Arna. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so it felt like maybe he's gonna come out. And okay, he, he so. Did not. Oh, it was a true bummer. I just uh, want to apologize for the listeners you're going to lose after I say this. But uh, <laughs> talk about an emotional journey. Oh, there we go. Boy. Yeah. And again, so sorry for all the people yeah, who just unsubscribed. Yeah. Somehow we have a live feed of it. And we can see people <laughs> just checking it. out. Well, there we go. Uh, but I guess a- any questions that you might have nate just about how this whole thing works how nominees inductees i think meant podcasts <laughs> <laughs> so people uh, put them on the, the, the on internet the internet mm-hmm. the computer um so that's that's my job is just to ask you about how... i suppose okay right maybe that's a bad route to go down but all right so i guess what I want to know is I would say when you talk about the people who are inducting people, like there's a, a lot of these classic rock bands, mm-hmm. it feels like they'll run out of those soon. Yes, I think so too. Like what's the, what's the short list of classic rock bands who are left right. to be inducted? That's a great question. So in the pa- only in the past few years have they been doing kind of some, uh, is it retcon? Is that the right yeah. word? By the way, this could be also my podcast, and I'm having you on the first episode <laughs> to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, they're, they're, it's like they're doing some course correction, because for a long time, they did not uh, they did not induct some of these heavy hitter classic rock bands. Like, Journey was eligible for like 17 years before they were mm-hmm. inducted. Uh, How long has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame the been inducting the, people the entity yes not the museum right uh how long has it been uh, around since 1986 it was when they started inducting people. say what yeah 96 86 86 so they started inducting people in 86 uh and that would have been artists whose the latest you could have is an artist who debuted in 1960 it's like is that 86 was probably around when like rock and roll was starting to go out of fashion Right. And yeah. Was, you gotta, the, was that the Hall of Fame? I mean, being like, we gotta Def save Leopard. rock and no, roll. No, 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 no. We got this. It'll be cool. We'll <laughs> we'll have a big concert with Chuck Berry. Oh my goodness. Uh, but but to your to your question, I think there's only a few left, and you, it, it's because you're starting to get to maybe the like second and third tier classic rock mm-hmm. acts. They're not obvious picks, right? Like I could see Foreigner getting in soon. 
which and I mean that's like starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Ooh, cold I as think. ice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just just because these guys are making a stance by not letting in the killers. So, right. <laughs> all right, before you get in this time, foreigner. Like, do you think that there'll be come a time when like we're putting like poison is getting in? No. I like, don't. If, here's a question. Yeah. Where is the line drawn at what defines rock and roll? So, so that's hazy. Mm-hmm. Um. I think, I I think it's if you can somehow trace it back to the blues. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I mean, whoa, whoa! I, that, I know that's a, it's a okay. lot of stuff. That's it's almost everything except for country and show tunes. But I a think. lot of country can be traced yeah. back to the blues too. Is Hall and Oates in rock and roll? Yes, also? they are. They're in the rock and roll Hall of Hall, Fame. Hall and Oates are in. Okay, see that, that's because I feel like it's Hall and Oates. That's kind yeah. of a right, but you could you could easily. Line. So the first class of the Hall of Fame, Sam Cooke, mm-hmm. James Brown, and I feel like you can draw a line from All Hall around Notes. to vote still. <laughs> I feel like you can draw a line from Hall of Notes to those guys, right? Mm-hmm. To soul music. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a white line, but yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a dark line that, that disappears when, into whiteness. Yeah. When was Hall of Notes inducted? 2014. Okay. It's pretty recent. Because yeah. basically, Hall of Notes, that's where it's going to kind of start to drift into like more sort of like like the hollow notes can be the link for completely non-rock sounding music to link themselves to rock then. yeah they can provide that link so to some of the worst bands in, in, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's interesting so like in like you know 30 years theoretically could like justin bieber be inducted this is the slippery slope this we're slippery on slope. yeah i would say we don't have enough information on the rest of justin bieber's career yeah. to make a call on that i would say no but we do sound like old politicians right now trying to figure out how to deal with, <laughs> with trans bathrooms yeah. like, right. we, we don't have enough information we're working on it who's to say uh, neither confirm nor deny that bieber would ever make it into the hall but once we once we kind of run out of some of these classic rock bands then there's so much to catch up with. I mean, shouldn't well, the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just be a fucking homage to that? Shouldn't they have just said, like, here's the hundred bands we really mean. Thank you and good night. Well, what I like about it is it's an evolving list. You got to keep it relevant. So every Yeah, I guess you do. <laughs> but do ya? you? You got to keep it relevant with bands like Foreigner. Yeah, I just like... I, like I... I mean, I would be pleased if Foreigner did not get in, but just kind of the way Ooh. it's been going the last few years. I wish I could think of another Foreigner song to reference. <laughs> the only one I could think right. of. Right? Are you getting hot blooded? Oh, you can't there we think go. of any. Uh, well, does this feel like the first time? Stop it for our it's podcast. Enough. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. Uh, other other classic rock Is that another bands. song they had? Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kristen. <laughs> uh, I think Jethro Tull will probably get in in the next okay. few years. Yeah. I think Def Leppard will probably get in okay. uh, soon. But then, uh, yeah, it's like you start to, you're like, I guess, do the Doobie Brothers get in? Maybe. Uh, and what about, like, oh like Motown? Is Motown or Motown? Oh, absolutely. In? Okay. Yeah, so, like, Stevie Wonder is Aretha in. Franklin, you said, was in, Franklin right? got in, Okay. Yeah. What about Billie Diana Holiday? Diana Ross, Supremes, they're No, on. I think because that predates rock and roll. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I might, and I, this is something uh, I could look up. They sometimes induct artists under a posthumously cate- well yeah i was gonna say under a category called early influences 
Yeah, all right. Uh, oh. So the artists that predate rock and roll. That but sounds now. like a wing of the museum. <laughs> Early influences, and they just have like pictures of and black that way, and white photos. Once they let Rage Against the Machine in, that's going to be how hip hop bands get in. Is early influences the fact that like rage is Billie Holiday is in as an early influence? Oh, okay, and she was inducted in the year two thousand. Didn't you say that Tom Morello is on the nominating committee? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is Rage in the? They are not, and they were nominated this year and did not get in. How did Tom Morello get on the committee? He's been on it for on a the while. nomcom. I, I, it's the, the nom the nomcom. Yeah, how do I you mean, get I know the, the guy's politically active. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the nomcom is shrouded in secrecy. Nobody knows for sure who's on it uh, and how they get to be on it. Uh, but I think See, he was now. This that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's intriguing. This is the kind of stuff mm-hmm. that people would care about so no one knew dave grohl was on it until okay. last year now i now oh, i'm wow. less yeah uh and i think tom morello just he's respect he's respected in the industry and like seems to have a wide uh breadth of knowledge of different types of music mm-hmm. similar to like quest love who's you know like if you follow him on instagram he just he seems to like every type of music and has like a, a deep knowledge of that kind of stuff is nirvana in yeah they got in immediately okay 2014, same year as Hollow Notes. Oh wow! Is and per- Pearl Jam is in. They got in last year. Yeah, and then, first year. But Radiohead. Yeah. So what was what was okay. the phrase so, you used? First time. First time eligible. First time eligible. And they should. I think. I think there's some shenanigans because I have a hard time believing that they wouldn't be voted in. And I think it's because they have on the books. Uh, they made that whole date. album against George Bush, and people are still not over it. They are like, hail to the thief. Uh-uh, honey. You're waiting for your second round. I think it's because they have a... Because <laughs> they have a... I would love it if there was a diehard Bush like, They're like, really, yeah. If you say something against our 43rd president, sir... Uh, Johnny, when... That said, Tom Morello's my very good friend, and we do work together on <laughs> When Johnny Ramone was inducted, he praised George W. Bush in his speech. Are you serious? As like, as like George? No. (laughs) (laughs) Also, well, the Ramones were like super conservative, weren't they? Uh, Yeah, yeah, especially towards the end of their lives. Yeah. Uh, And Johnny Ramone said something along the lines of like, uh, "God bless uh, George W. Bush and uh, God bless America." At like the end of his speech. Ouch. And this was yeah, this would have been two thousand two. Hard to see your heroes fall. Right. I, not that I was ever like you a love big Johnny Ramone. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think they but were I like. I just mean like that's really got to bum out all the punks of the world. The Ramones yeah, are oh, yeah. from like like working class like you know Queens and like Staten Island families and mm-hmm. stuff, and I think they're like, yeah, they were like super conservative. Oh, I'm trying to think. That's, I like they should be pro union. You know what? This is a different podcast. Right. But <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say they should be pro union. I, I read something about the Ramones being conservative, and I, I'm completely blanking on what it was, but. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we, it's on tape. Yeah, when you have me back, I'll, uh, <laughs> you'll come prepared. I'll come prepared. Great. Wait. Okay. So, uh, so this Radiohead. Was... <laughs> Radiohead is touring South America right now, uh, and they have a date on Saturday in Brazil, I think, and that's been on the books for a while. Uh, well, and Brazil needs that right now. And They're they said, you know, time. bands in the past who have tours scheduled have canceled dates to go to their induction. And they said when they were nominated, they were asked, and they said, we won't show up. We have a date in Brazil. We don't really care that much, and we already have this commitment. So if inducted, we won't go. Now, because who cares about, about the, the Rock, rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think potentially 
So there's a few situ- situations that could have happened. I think potentially they did get enough votes, but then some sort of deal was struck where they'll defer it to next year and say, we'll induct you next year. You just have to agree to show up. Let's get it in writing. Uh, also, what could happen is like the voting body truly sucks harder than I thought they ever could have and just <laughs> decided to put in Bon Jovi uh, and the Moody Blues over Radiohead. I'll bet when Radiohead gets inducted, they're going to pull some serious shit in their <laughs> induction speech. Yeah. They're going to, oh, they're going to completely like kick the legs out of the Rock Hall of Fame. Like, no, no way they're not going to. Yeah, they they uh, they're gonna make a damn mockery of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mark my words. <laughs> Radiohead is nothing but trouble. <laughs> then you sound like the older members of the voting body. They're like those Radiohead kids. They're gonna make a mockery of us. We're not bringing them in. They wouldn't even cancel their tour date in Brazil. With all their blips and bloops, you can barely consider that rock and roll. Come on, that's a that's a. It's like a computer has a solo. Um, speaking of, are I'd the say talking heads? Them into the computer hall of fame the, the before talk- the rock and roll <laughs> hall of fame. I'm taking an anti-radiohead stance for the rest of this podcast. By the way, I love it. Um, wait, I've you, got the bends just thinking about them. <laughs> wait, but talking heads are in. Yes, they got in. They're a first year eligible. They got in immediately. So that's like a big thing. That's like a, if someone gets in first year eligible, that that's means like, like that's obvious like choice. Obvious choice. Slam dunk. They're yeah, in for sure. So when did talking heads get in? 2002. Same year as the Ramones, both first-year eligibles. And David Byrne gave a big pro George W. Bush speech, too. So <laughs> yeah. fucking weird. No, that would bum me out if they weren't in. They're my right. favorite band. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh, and they reunited for the induction. Oh, Beautiful. wow. Which is, I think, one of the yeah, a, I mean, a, a huge plus some, in my column. There's yeah. some love lost in that. In that. Uh, and it's the only time they've reunited, and that's, I think, something really great about... And they played songs? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They, what three what songs? songs did they I play? I believe they played Life During Wartime, Hell yeah. Burning Down the House, great. and the third one... This Must Be the Place? I don't think so. I was, I'm guessing it was Once in a once Lifetime. Once in a Lifetime. Got it. I know it was Once in a Lifetime. Uh, the thing is, they usually for the the broadcast. I'm glad they, they just played life during wartime. That's like yeah, that's a good third choice. Like mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and I have it on a VHS tape. Sick. You better believe uh, it was a good year. Tom Petty was also inducted that year. What is the most shocking, dramatic piece of rock hall trivia that comes to your head? Say it in our first episode. Make my fucking <laughs> jaw drop, Joe. <laughs> Uh, I'm I, I'm a huge fan of Mike Love's induction speech yeah. uh, when the Beach Boys were inducted because he's wearing a tuxedo and a baseball cap, which and is... He was pro George W. Bush. Oh, the most. Yeah. Maybe before, yeah. And this would have been in 88, I think. Um, and he just, he rips into everybody. And he's like, all right, so... Does he do like a Fiona Apple? You guys are all phonies. Don't care what I think. He goes more specific. He goes, I'd like to see Mick Jagger come up and saying, I get around every night, but he can't because he's too chicken shit. What? <laughs> and it's 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 very uh, pointed. Wait, he like comes for people? He, like, he and comes says, for like, people. you couldn't do what I yes, do? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I recommend everyone check it out. Uh, it's And he's like, the Beach Boys were always about harmony, man. I don't know what, and so that night, it's like, and the stones were about discord. <laughs> like, what? Later in the night, Bob Dylan, uh, when he's accepting 
his induction is like basically like, hey, Mike Love, calm down. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's you, like, you said you were about Harmony, man. That's exactly what he says. He's like, I know you said it's about Wait, Harmony. Am I but... Bob Dylan? Oh, shit. Okay. Could be. Uh, I think that's a great speech. Uh, he At that ceremony, Paul McCartney did not show up when the Beatles were inducted. Uh, because of a dispute. He but was the rest hoping. of the band still played. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was having a dispute with Yoko and, and the rest, and the rest, <laughs> with, <laughs> with Ringo and George. Um, and yeah, Mike Love calls that out as well. He's like, we can't get Paul McCartney up here. Cause he sent some, and then he takes a pause and he says, lawyer, some nieces of some New York City lawyer. Oh, my God. And you know he wants to say Jew. Yeah. You know he wow. really wow. wants to say some Jew lawyer. You can just kind of sense it. I... So that's 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 a great little uh, part of an induction that I, I, I go back to because it's really it's quite a marvel. Wow. And then, you know, the rest of the Beach Boys are like, okay, thanks. This is really cool. <laughs> you know, Brian Wilson's like a little scared. Yeah. As he always is. Yeah. Uh, when Blondie was inducted, the there were some members that were not going to play with them because they had not been in the band for a while because of some split. And while, I forget which member it was, but while he was inducting, he was like, hey, Debbie, how about we get to play with you for old time's sake? Oh and she's gosh. like, no. <laughs> which is wow. it, very he also, funny. He put her on blast like in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, and just for the record, how about we get to play Debbie? That's rough. Yeah. That's a that's a rude dude. And there's a lot of uh bands that do not reunite and it's a it's a bummer. Do they send in pinch players or do they just not perform? Uh it's usually just they don't it's sometimes they some, can't find an Arnell. They haven't done a worldwide search. Or like for someone who I can mean, vocally match. I'll 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 pick out another a band that's probably less cool and more lame than journey but when chicago was wow. inducted i mean you were like what's a band more lame than journey right and i and i found it uh right there when chicago was inducted peter satara did not show up i'm from chicago my parents really love mm-hmm. chicago i mean i, I have a soft spot in my heart for chicago their lameness the band. Well, no there's a band Kristen, called <laughs> Wait, chicago no no i heard that chicago the city sweet home chicago got inducted into the rock hall oh i and have bad news no because also like big blues town too it all makes sense you know what D- yeah you're right great okay yeah, cool. pretty cool i can't believe peter satara wouldn't show up for Pe- yeah he didn't he didn't show up he's induction <laughs> but he and he he said he would and then he said he wouldn't and then he said he maybe would and then he just didn't but he also hasn't been with the band in a long time they have some guy who just sings just like him to play that's uh, apparently a thing you can do, I guess. Uh, most, a lot of bands do it. A lot of those uh, old bands still tour with like you know the original drummer and then a bunch of people who just kind of sound like the other band members. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. Although I, uh, yeah, pr- I guess I, I think a lot of old drummers get kicked out because they can't. Of when you're an elderly guy, that's probably the hardest thing to keep oh, doing. Yeah. It's very physically taxing. Keep keep time. But uh, yeah, <laughs> right. You're they like, don't want to keep time because time's, well, well, time's running out. Time's running out. That's what yeah. I say. Time catches us all. Sometimes you can't keep it. Sometimes. But the uh, drummer Cheap Trick played with him, Benny Carlos. He played with Cheap Trick when they got inducted, and he hasn't been with them because he's an old man. Are they still touring Cheap Trick? Yeah, but without I think my the drummer. Parents might have seen Cheap Trick like last year. Who did my my parents? 
just saw somebody really lame when last night. When I was night. in I high school, remember. my favorite band, The Anniversary, um, they, they they toured opening for Cheap Trick, which was very interesting. I don't know if you guys were a part of the whole like Vagrant Records thing. Yeah, I remember were, the band The Anniversary. Younger. It was basically like the Get Up Kids and Saves the Day, like yep. all that kind right. of like sort of like what started what later when the word emo it like became emo being, eventually being around. Yes. yeah i remember all uh bands. like all the kind of well, like pioneering bands not the pioneering bands in the genre but the bands who pioneered it becoming like a much bigger thing the breakthrough bands. yeah mm-hmm. all, like all of those bands were on this label vagrant records and mm-hmm. then there's this band the anniversary who made music that didn't sound like the rest and of alkaline those bands trio was on vagrant. alkaline trio and was. they're a chicago label vagrant vagrant yeah, I applied for a job as their oh, that's right, as are. their receptionist yeah. when I was uh, twenty four. They, I think they eventually moved to L. I think they're in L. A. now. Maybe. Oh, they probably yeah. are. I don't. This was a, a wait. No, you're thinking of victory. victory. I am thinking Chicago. of victory. Victory, Chicago. That's on me. Vagrance, Hi, everybody. Vagrance, California. It's on me. I'm thinking yes. of victory. And that so, was Alkaline Tree was on Victory. Um, Victory Vagrant, it's very similar. I hear Victory is a very bad place to work. So you, I'm glad you I didn't dodged get that the bullet. job. But uh, good job. Anyway, this band, The Anniversary, it was like the one band on the label that didn't really fit into this like emo genre. And then they toured with Cheap Trick, which was just because they were still like part of that scene. And mm-hmm. then they were opening for Cheap Trick, which was just just fascinating. How, Anyways, little, how, did, how did they fit in, uh, in, the, in terms of did, the show? Are you saying that you saw them open for Cheap? Did you see them open for Cheap Trick? It was unfortunately a 21 plus show. Oh, so I okay. could not go. And you weren't 21. No, I wasn't. I was just a little baby boy. <laughs> Um, shaking your rattle yep (laughs) wanting to see the anniversary shaking your rattle in time of course always yeah anyways a little bit of a diversion from the rock hall but yeah do you notice you guys started talking about cool music and i didn't say anything (laughs) um i actually wouldn't define a lot of that music as cool Mm -hmm. i don't know though it was very cool to me when i was that age yes yeah like like the get-up kids were like I was like, oh my God, rock can have yeah. feelings. Like, then they became oh. not cool. Then it became cool. Like now we're at a time where it's cool again. And mm-hmm. all those bands are having like a resurgence right now. Yeah. My sister, um, who is 21, like got really into like um, Blink-182 all nice. of a sudden. When are they going to be in the rock hall? Ooh, oh, yeah. Boy. They'll probably get in, won't I they? Be- I bet they'll get I in, but it'll l- take some time. My yeah. thoughts on Blink-182 are like of all the fucking pop punk bands of that era, like they're the ones. That like became like, huge. Like they're the ones. It's... Um, I think they should be. Yeah, you know what? I think so too. Yeah. All right. Well, fine, guys. Don't be wrong. There's a lot of great pop no. punk bands in that era, but Blink-182, they, uh, they, they did stand it. Tall. They broke through. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they had just, the songs were just catchy enough and just pop punk enough. Like they, they were just... They they hovered the line between pop and punk just enough to 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 really make them appealing to yeah and you know everyone. they were like rude dudes with attitudes as well they were you they know loved which was a real jerking off. real hot you know just <laughs> the jackass titties. era that we were in <laughs> they're just like they were they, they love soda they, <laughs> they like are the they are they like are the band if jackass was a band it would be Blink One Eight Two. Like if that they were that time, it's fine. I guess it's fine. Uh, well, let's let's take a moment now to just kind of talk about what's going on with the hall right now. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. What's so the news? The scoop? Moment, is there a live feed that we so, can be watching? <laughs> no, because the rock hall well, isn't a thing. Apparently, well, you can't have a live feed of a thing that is ephemeral, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> Am I wrong? There, I, right now, it's like a... I, Joe feels attacked. I do, Chris's I feel very attacked. role in this podcast is to try and prove it doesn't exist. Right, yeah. <laughs> that it's you all have a, a She's a rock call truther, yeah. <laughs> I 
I'm like, well, if it doesn't, if you can't go to it, if you can't see it, then how do you know it's real? Wow. Hmm? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, there, there, there you go. A... Illuminati. Damn. So anyway, it's induction week, guys. Uh, the induction. <laughs> <laughs> First time eligibility. It's induction, it's induction week, week, guys. And things yeah, around who are the, here who are the at Rock Hall Fan year? Headquarters uh, are well, the, well the, none of the FTEs got inducted. It Wait, was what did FTE just? First time oh, eligible. Okay. <laughs> uh, the the term that you're obsessed with. Uh, it was Radiohead and Rage Against the Machine, okay. and they did not get inducted. The people who did get inducted this year are Bon Jovi, The Moody Blues, Dire Straits, The Cars, and Nina Simone, with uh, special. I mean, the what cars a group! Yeah, wow. this was the third time the Cars were nominated. Finally got in. Wow! And then a special category, Sister Rosetta Tharp, in the uh, early influence category. Okay. Okay. Even with Tom Morello, uh, Morello on the inside, on the nom-com. Rage, Rage couldn't, couldn't, couldn't pull it move, off. Couldn't yeah. whip the votes. Yeah, they'll be in. Rock the. They couldn't rock the vote. <laughs> <laughs> they could not rock the vote. <laughs> oh God. Soon though, uh, I think Radiohead and Rage have. I mean, like. Well, I mean, that means next year's ceremony is going to be so lit, you uh, guys. Call me when the killers are nominated. <laughs> Uh, Kill me when the callers are nominated. Um, so the ceremony is this Saturday, and they've announced who is be, who is inducting a lot of these bands, uh, except for Dire Straits. That is the big question mark. They couldn't get someone to do it. They were like, someone nobody. will have to do it, but they have not. Does, they've announced everything else. Does Mark Knopfler have a lot of enemies in? Cleveland or I don't Mark know. Knopfler's my enemy. <laughs> he ruined Aztec Camera. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how? Did he produce one of their albums? He produced their second album. Their first Aztec Camera album is one of the most perfect albums to come out of the 1980s. And then Mark freaking Knopfler <laughs> got a hold of them and just overproduced the hell out of their second album and just turned them into a totally different band. Is Would Oblivious you say he... on that first one? That's on the first one. Okay, yeah, that's that pre- pre-Nuff. Yeah, yeah, that song's fantastic. Would you say he put their career in dire straits? Well, no, they actually did very well. They were very, well, okay. <laughs> very successful, and their later okay. albums were probably their not. biggest selling ones. Well, there you have it, then. I but, think. but Highland Hard Rain, most acclaimed, and just, just, oh, you got to hear that whole album. It is just a, a work of art. And the guy Roddy Frame was, I think he wrote all the songs when he was sixteen and recorded the album when he was seventeen, and it and does what not, have we done with our lives <laughs> it does not sound like a teenager is like yeah. singing or playing that music and it's it's so good interesting well they don't even know if mark knopfler is going to show up he is, is he, he, is, he been, better is he not ever... or i'll bust his ass <laughs> <laughs> listen ever since he said those controversial things about george w bush <laughs> right yeah um wait why is what's going on with the knopf what's so the knopf no one knows so the of the guys in Dire Straits, I think three of them who, like, nobody knows those dudes. It's, it's basically Mark Knopfler and his brother David are, like, the two most visible members. And it's mostly just Mark anyway. But I guess... That's David Knopfler? David Knopfler, okay. yeah. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't change his name. <laughs> no, no, no. He, uh, he kept his name? Okay. Uh, he, uh, on his Facebook page, has said he's not going because the hall said that they would pay for some expenses to get him there and then reneged on it. That's what he claims, which I find Also, suspicious. that's like a real petty argument yeah. also. Yeah. Like, that's a real, that's, 
I doubt, I highly doubt that's exactly what happened. I think he's probably withholding some information. I think that the people on the Rock Hall voting board were only familiar with the first Aztec Camera album. And they were like, <laughs> oh, let's, let's check out Knife, the second album, which is, again, it's a good album. But it... <laughs> I think there might be something going on with those brothers are estranged. Uh, they do not get along. Oh, wow. I think maybe there's some juggling oh. to try to get Mark. Are they then... trying to parent trap them? Where like then they're both on stage suddenly <laughs> performing together and they didn't mean to? I think maybe they're trying to get David to not go so that Mark will go. Well, because he's the one we all came for. Mark, yeah. yeah. My man Mark. Yeah, I'm coming for him all right. <laughs> <laughs> but what's weird is like to not even have uh, an announced inductor. Wait, so that's like who would be like, and ladies and gentlemen, Dire Straits? Or someone no, who the reads person a who, who gives a speech them. and is like, "Dire Straits mean a lot to me for this stuff, these reasons." Speaking oh, they of the can't killers, find someone who cares enough about speaking, Dire Straits. I get. Well, it, that seems hard to believe, but that's what's going on. Uh, they could get my mother. She loves Dire Straits. <laughs> Jackie McFedries will come and she will talk about her affection for them. Oh, well, we should let the nomcom know. Yeah, the nomcom. When I was like seven years old, I asked my mom who her favorite, what her favorite band was, and she said Dire Straits or Super Tramp. Oh wow! <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. It was the eighties. Sure. No, I. She was that's doing totally her best. Fine. Uh, now, now, what about the Killers? Uh, Brandon Flowers is inducting the Cars. Oh, nice. I just want to say, I quite like the Killers. I, for some reason, I love saying their name as a punchline. Right. But I quite like <laughs> wow. the band. Yeah, they're they're a I great band. I don't love the Killers. Nah. I think they're, they're. I think they write big. some catchy songs, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know. You know what? Listen, I'm go- I ain't going to induct him or anything. But... <laughs> I mean, you sound like you could. You yeah. sound like you're all up in that. I believe you could. I know th- I'll know there'll be less trouble than those damn Radiohead kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the list of the inductors. Uh, so that's pretty dramatic. Okay, is there anybody exciting or interesting? Uh, Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes is inducting Sister Rosetta Tharp. Oh, cool. Which I think is a good choice. Yeah. Uh, Mary J. Blige is inducting Nina Simone. And I'm assuming we'll be performing a tribute performance. Okay. Uh, Ann Wilson from Heart Hell is yeah. inducting the Moody Blues. Wait, is Heart already in? Yes. Okay. I was like, Heart's yeah. got to be in there. If they were down yeah. to the Moody Blues, Heart's right. got to yeah. be Heart in the goddamn definitely Rock been, Hall. Yeah, taken care of. Jeez. Is Pat Benatar in the Rock Hall? She's not. What? Whoa. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Patty no. Smith. Oh, yeah. Patty Smith okay. is in. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yet Benatar can't get a little love. I would say Patty Smith probably has a little bit more yeah. artistic credibility than Pat Benatar. I know, but, but, I'm d- I'm... but she's just as she's kind of on par with heart in some way. You ways. can't get all the and pats, Blondie. Kristen. <laughs> you can't have all the pats you want. <laughs> That's just how life goes. I just, uh, I just would like. I, has she been nominated? No, she is not. <gasps> I think she will get in. Uh, this just reeks of patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, and Bon Jovi is going to be and, inducted. Like bon jo- okay. Yeah, I mean it's fine, but it's no, fine. I mean Bon Jovi t- to me is of the bands that are in the hall. The they're the band I would want to listen to the least. Mm-hmm. I really do not like Bon Jovi, but yeah. I think they d- they deserve to be in. They're being inducted by Howard Stern. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, I'm just so curious as to how. What, like, well, I guess. Is Who he from? Would... He's from New Jersey, so he's like right. I think they have probably have a, he and John Bon Jovi probably have a long history. I don't know. Letterman inducted Pearl Jam. He did. Yeah. 
It was although that was supposed to be Neil Young and Neil Young got sick and Letterman was kind of a last oh, second. Okay. But it was still pretty great. His speech was very funny. That's cool. And it was like his first public appearance. Uh, I want to go to one. I want to go to one of these ceremonies. They're so much fun. What did tickets run for for these things? Oh yeah, here we go. So buckle up. It really buddy. some years they're giving. You know who has expendable income? Dads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So some years they're giving away the tickets for free. Or like you can find them on StubHub for fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. Say uh, what? Sometimes I mean like the, is that how you went last year? No, that's how I thought I was going to go last year, and then my plan kind of blew up in my face because the Pearl Jam fans are rabid, and like every Pearl Jam fan came to that, and like the Barclays Center is huge. Yeah. Uh, so there's like a lot of seats, uh, but the ticket prices remained very very high uh, up until the day of induction. I did not have a ticket, but I was able to. I was able to get one for seventy bucks. Oh, from a Pearl Jam fan that I found online. He just what happened? He's too Here, too high. Here's too. a question. She got better tickets. Oh, what are some of the other criteria for bands aside from the twenty five year thing? What are the other criteria? Uh, it it's not really announced. I mean, like you can speculate. Uh, I think the president of the hall has said like it's musical excellence and hasn't gotten really into it beyond that. I would say there's a few Wait categories. Wait a minute. The Hall has a president? Yeah, of the... Yeah, ever heard of the Hall of Presidents? The president? Hall of Presidents. <laughs> the President of Halls? The President of Hall. It's, I, see, now again, well, I'm back I'm back on the conspiracy. Well, it's an, in, it's an institution that makes it's money. An, it's an, it's and, just an ephemeral, ethereal institution that exists in our minds if we believe in it and the and there's the actual museum there is the museum and then there's and the museum, museum which is apparently a separate entity there is a there is a there is a connection but it's tenuous i guess is what i'm trying to say anyway there are categories that i think if you can break down why an oh, artist yeah, this is joe's um theory of who belongs in the hall of fame yes uh, what you're? Don't well, you... I have. I yeah. So and then we can lead in. This can lead this into can, our conversation yeah, about great. the artists we're going to be talking about. Uh, and we'll we'll go through my categories. Oh, great. Uh, and then at the end, have a verdict if we believe that they should be inducted, and if they will be, and when. So the band we're going to be doing today is the Pixies. Oh, that's who I chose. This yeah, is, yeah <laughs> who you chose. Great, great, great. We so, just happen to be doing that one today. <laughs> P- Pixies uh, have not been nominated. Mm-hmm. They've been eligible for, I think, five or six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go through the categories. Okay. Critical acclaim. Absolutely. Absolutely. They yeah. Got yeah. It. Uh, darlings, baby. Darlings. Yeah, you would add, yeah. Darlings is the perfect word for it. However, do you want to know something interesting? What is probably their most re- well-regarded album, Doolittle, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was not quite acclaimed when it came out. A lot of people didn't like it because they thought it was like too polished sounding. Oh, which yeah. I, I read recently, which right. was fascinating to me. That like people would hear Doolittle and be like, too mainstream. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, then that. So when we're talking about critical acclaim, classic albums, uh, and I think two that are definite, like always in the conversation of like greatest albums of all time, Surfer mm-hmm. Rosa and Doolittle, mm-hmm. yep. and even the albums beyond that, still great albums. Yes, I'm yeah. a big fan of Bossa Nova. Oh, Bossa Nova is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I don't know Trump Lamond as much, but also a pretty well regarded. It's a great album. album it's that's uh, probably their the usual least favorite of their albums for right. most people but still mm-hmm. like still knocks out of the park 
and then even their EP, Come On Pilgrim. Yep. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, iconic songs. So both songs that are memorable, that like a lot of people know, not just fans of the band. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, Where Is My Mind? Where, Where Is My Mind, mind like, is absolutely a hugely iconic like, song. That's an yep. iconic. Um, and I would say also from Surfer Roser. Surfer Roser. Surfer Roser. Surfer Roser. Okay, dude. Uh, gigantic from Surfer uh, Roser. Yeah. I would and say I will say, iconic. as the pictures are from Massachusetts, and I went to University of Massachusetts, and they have a song called UMass. Every fucking person at UMass knows and loves that song. Like, mm-hmm. you can go to like the most like chody frat boy in the world and he will be like oh fucking UMass by the pixies man like <laughs> everyone knows it everyone loves so it so that's like you know 10,000 people a year yeah, graduating that's a, like, from UMass yeah. who know that song so that's a reg- a regional hit for <laughs> sure right. uh and then Doolittle has uh probably their most iconic songs uh here comes your man. Here comes your yep. man. Debaser. 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 Yep. Monkey, yeah. Monkey Gone to Heaven was their biggest single. That actually. is so wild to me yeah. that Monkey Gone to Heaven is their most like compared known to Here Comes song. Your Man. It's yeah. like challenging. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's. I think it's a strange song. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but like it's yeah, it's, that, a, it's that a surprise broke, that that connected with with the mainstream. That broke the Billboard Modern Rock Top Ten. Right. Yeah. Monkey gone to Monkey heaven. Gone I guess heaven, it yeah. was a time that was a time though when we were maybe ready for that kind of music. Yeah. Like oh, that yeah. that yeah. type was... of song we were like America was ready for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was yeah. the 90s. It, like it was yeah. every close, every music video 89 or 1880. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Around the time every music video looked like how that song sounded. Yeah. <laughs> you are yes, yes, it was all like kind of dark and, and like like a like a like a soft light on a stuffed animal in a basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I think that a song broken sounds doll like. Somewhere. Yeah, like that's yeah. what I think the, is the tune of that song. Um, and also Debaser is about a professor at UMass. There's this very popular film class at UMass. Mm-hmm. And the story goes is that the professor gave away the ending to every movie he saw like, like he showed in class so he'd like talk about it before showing it and then say what the ending was and then frank black was taking that class and stood up and yelled out you're giving away the ending you are a debaser and that's where the song debaser comes from and he showed that weird is film that what it did de- yeah. slicing up eyeballs yeah. and yeah yeah so i just am d- to me, that is not what debase debase means. Yeah, that might not. Be I the think that's an incorrect use of the of... word. That's hey, that's the story that goes around campus. Oh, okay, so some more UMass lore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna then... I'm gonna look up. Listen, the you can talk to the chodiest frat boy, and he knows that story too. Uh, and then another iconic song I would say is "Wave of Mutilation." Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and I would say that's. A good a good chunk of songs that's that are oeuvre. super iconic. Yeah, uh, I'd say "Where Is My Mind" is probably the most iconic outside of like the realm of people who are into music. If that makes sense. Wait, I'm sorry. What would you say? "Where Is My Mind" is probably their most iconic outside of yeah. the realm. Yeah, most of, recognizable. Like, yeah. It's in Fight Club. Like, like, it's in. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it's in. Yeah, yeah. It might even be in commercials. Like it's that kind of song. Uh, so a, a definition of debase can be to lower the value of something by reducing the content. Well, he used so, the correct. He used there's, it. There's very... a handful of definitions okay. of debase. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Great. But that you know what? My bad. Yeah. Yeah. You you were maybe debasing. Yeah. Uh, Nate here. Well, looky looky. <laughs> wow. Where is my mind? 
I know. Yeah, I, we've you done know that what? a lot. Is we that going to be our thing? I, I, mean, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> guess what? Sometimes the thing comes to you. It's, it's happened. Okay. Another category uh, that I think is worth uh, considering is uh, commercial success, which uh, the Pixies are lacking in terms of you know making a, a huge splash. Uh, I, w- I will argue that they later gained that. They have mm-hmm. two gold records. They do, yes. And one UK platinum it's very oh. close. <laughs> and it's worth yeah. two and a half times as much here. It's Right, it's, the exchange rate. <laughs> yeah. It's very close to going platinum in the U.S. and like probably will within the next like exactly. five years maybe. So it took, uh, I think Doolittle, it took until like 93 or something for it to go gold. Mm-hmm. So there was a bit of a delay, but I think that shows the kind of influence that yeah. they had and their staying power that and to still be selling albums in a time when no one yeah. is selling albums and they were actually they were more popular after they broke up like they actually weren't that popular when they were a band but then when they got back together they would sell out huge venues mm-hmm. in seconds and I, I think that speaks to the next category which is influence yep yeah, i mean the, the big one is nirvana mm-hmm. uh nirvana being so huge and then so being very open about the influence of the Pixies on their music is probably what brought a lot of people to the Pixies' music. Yeah. Also, here's another one, David Bowie. That's right. They they were such an influence on David Bowie that they made him make his two worst albums. <laughs> <laughs> they David Bowie was in like a sort of like creative rut and like his last couple albums hadn't done great and he was just kind of like sort of struggling and then he heard the pixies and was like holy shit this band is incredible this is this is what i want to do so he stopped performing with david bowie and he formed a band called the tin machine mm-hmm. who recorded two albums and they're not good at <laughs> all and i keep going back and listening and being like i mean come on david bowie trying to do the pixies like, like it sounds like a recipe for a moderate success yeah, at the very yeah. least. It sure. sounds like at the very least it should be like okay, yeah, but it's interesting to interesting. listen to. Very hard to listen to. It's very it's really not good. It like it really feels like he didn't he didn't get right what makes the Pixies great. Mm-hmm. And like and yeah, like so to to be so good that you make one of the greatest musicians of all time bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, is a feat. How about yeah. that for influence? Yeah. Uh and yeah, I mean they're godfathers of what we call alt rock yeah i would say you know do we call it alt rock that's a something that we say yeah alt rock yeah, yeah. alternative rock. alternative rock. rock alternative music that just seems like so- i mean i have heard it i know i lived through the 90s but i just feel like that's not a thing that we talk about anymore really like mm. alternative is that yeah that's still I mean, that's like the name that's the name for I that type like of music that alt- they are kind of at the forefront of I don't know a yeah. better word for it. I mean, I feel like lately people will use the term indie rock as kind of a blanket genre, but that doesn't really work with like the '90s bands because they weren't independent in any way. Whereas mm-hmm. now, like even you know, a band like Vampire Weekend is a massive band, but they are technically on an independent label, you know. And it's like, but like the massive bands in the '90s were all on major labels, and it's like. They were just alternative so they, to the mainstream. So yeah. Yeah. But then it became... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so yeah. I guess, well, then it became I just a misnomer. Like, yeah, I just think it's like such a funny... It is, it's like something that like young dads are now like into. It's like yeah. yeah, alt-rock. Right, yeah, Like exactly. I'm mostly into alternative. <laughs> I mean, Kristen, you like alternative comedy, right? <laughs> You're right, I yeah. do. 
I do like alternative. You like comedy. comedians that are like the sound garden of comedy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You've said that before. Yeah, Chris. that I, really resonates. I have. Yeah. yeah, that's how I describe Maria Bamford. Yeah, <laughs> she's the sound garden of comedy. Always. Uh, and another category, longevity. Uh, they didn't last super long. Uh, their candle burned out long before. Uh, legend. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were brief, but brief candles. Not 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 a bad run from about eighty six or so to ninety one. And even though they did uh, get back together, I think if you're evaluating the Pixies' career, you kind of stop it at Trombomond. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so not the longest career, but you know, four pretty great LPs. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there's plenty of bands that have less that mm-hmm. are in and have yeah. had just you know as much impact so no doubt to me no like band, no doubt like like <laughs> is big star in they're not and interesting they be. yeah I, I think i looked it up yeah do you think big star will get in i think they will i think they will in a few years mm-hmm. and i think the pixies will but because eventually yeah. the rule that like bands who are inducted in like get to now nominate yeah like bands. if nirvana you know, the, got, the rest yeah, of the guys two from, people. You have two, two people think, from Nirvana and pulling you, for As you start getting 90s bands in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there are, I can't imagine any of them wouldn't be, you know, trying to induct the Pixies. Do you right, think Pearl Jam sure. is pulling for the Pixies? Ooh, that's a lot of plosives. I bet. Yeah, probably. And then And then I think even the same thing with Big Star, too, is I think a lot of 80s bands were actually influenced by Big Star. Yeah. Those types of bands. REM is in. Oh, yeah. They are a... FYE. FYE. Oh, nice. First year eligible. There we go. Mm -hmm. FYE. FYE, baby. Love that store. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's what that is. When I said it that time, I was like, oh, that's like the the store that sells DVDs. Yeah, used to. Yeah. Um, And my last category is, does my mom know who they are? Ooh. And the answer is no. Did you ask her before we recorded? I think she knows now because she's heard me mention them before. But Has your mom of... seen Fight Club? No, because that—that's uh, yeah. I mean, that's like the kind of thing is that—that that was something I thought of when I like thought about the Pixies to bring bring to this podcast. Is like, is my mom does not know who the Pixies are. Like, mm-hmm. she may have heard me say their name, but she doesn't know who they are. Um, but I, I think. I think moving forward, I think like everyone's gonna. Know. I think like yep. the I generation. I just feel after like if this mom. is for the Rock Hall, it should be. Does your dad know? Who they are? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And the answer is basically the same. Yeah, he does. He does not. No, uh, he does not. But that's that's just about every category I can think of. Hmm. Uh, and my verdict would be, absolutely, they should get in, and they will get in. Yeah. Now, Kristen. Here- Oh, do I have to give my verdict Please. before I can give before I can pop off anymore? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you, I mean, pop off all you want, but I'm going to need a verdict very yeah. soon. Okay, well, uh, clunk clunk, uh, the verdict is in. The Pixies are in for sure. They should be in. Mm-hmm. They definitely Great. deserve to be in. Mike, oh, and uh, Nate, thoughts? Uh, yes, being the person who <laughs> chose when when, when okay. Joe said, "What's a band that you think should be in the Rock Hall of Fame and isn't?" and I said, "The Pixies." Uh, I'm gonna say yes. They should. Okay, great. Well, now that we have that, can I pop off a little? Great. No, uh, I no. I just want to know. Do you think that um, that they will be? Should the second round be? Do you think they'll be Fye? Oh, well, I mean that's already passed. Oh, they've been yeah, eligible the, yeah, for about six yeah. years. Well, um, you're thinking of Fyn first year nomination, which I think they might be. Yeah, I could see because oh, there are a oh, lot of bands. Oh, 
I see. There are a lot of bands yeah. that are not nominated, but as soon as they are, they get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's most of the bands that get inducted. Oh, I but, think they're going to be an FYN then. Yeah, I, do. I think so too. The uh, minute people can vote on them, they're going to be like, I got, oh I got something to prove. I'm cool. And, it's like a way a dad would be like. And <laughs> if they came to perform and if they got back together with Kim, Kim Deal, yeah. that'd be Ooh, that'd be here. I'd buy tickets for that. I'd make it my business to be yeah. there. When I saw them on their first <laughs> reunion, um, so so Frank Black, I, I he hated Gigantic. Okay. The song Gigantic. I, I get that. He seems uh, like a petty man. I, th- I think because it like became such a pot. Like, because, because it got so big? Yeah. <laughs> because it got really <laughs> large. There's a quote from like Kurt Cobain that's like, Gigantic is the Pixies' best song, and it's the one song that Frank Black didn't write. And mm-hmm. like he's like, that's got to hurt or something like that. Yeah. And... So uh, Frank Black wouldn't. The reason Kim Deal left the Pixies is because Frank Black wouldn't let her write. I mean, write songs anymore. I mean, he technically mm-hmm. kicked her out, but he did not allow her to write songs any, anymore. I think back to the patriarchy. Yeah, truly. Gigantic is the only one that she had written, and um, and then I completely forgot where I was going. Oh yeah, so when that I saw them on their reunion tour when they first got back together, they hadn't played since the early mid nineties. And, and it showed. No. <laughs> they and they they played gigantic, mm-hmm. and then after um, they finished it, Kim Deal starts playing the bass line again, and then she goes, "We're gonna play it again, and this time Frank's gonna sing it." And then the whole band starts to play, and then Frank goes, "I'm not doing that." Oh boy! And then they just played it again. And she just sang it again. So That's really great. Gigantic twice in a row. She seems like the coolest yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Have you heard about how she joined the Pixies? The the ad that she responded to. Was, yeah, I, I know that it was a one ad, right? Yeah, like, it was yeah. a one ad. It said influenced influenced by Peter Paul and Mary and Husker Du, and then it said no chops. <laughs> right. Which yeah. Is great. Uh, uh, also, I meant to talk about an influence. Is Pixies basically invented the, you know, the the they call it the loud quiet loud mm-hmm. sound, mm-hmm. which. That's my favorite sound. It's it's a great sound. Yeah, and it is best. crazy to think that like I'm sure some people might have done it, but it's like oh yeah, that didn't really exist before before the Pixies. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They kind of pioneered that yeah. dynamic. When was their first album released? Eighty six. Eighty yeah, I think so. I'm gonna say eighty eighty eight was Surfer Rosa, but this is for eligibility. It's but, but uh, come come on come on Pilgrim's eighty seven eighty seven. So I'm that's going technically. To... I'm gonna say this was a really good pick, Nate. Thank this you. This is like a, yeah. This is a slam dunk of a of a band that I think should absolutely be in the hall. Mm, well, thank you. It, like it, if the hall were to exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Follow up questions: When do you think they'd get in? I'd say not within the next five years, but definitely within the next ten. What '90s bands are in the hall right now? Uh, Green, Day, Nirvana, Green Day, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, yeah. um, and then beyond that, not many i think we're gonna need to get a few more 90s bands Gotta in grow the branches before mm-hmm. the pixies can get in so i'm gonna say five to ten years yeah yeah that's that's what i'm going with i'm gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say in the next five years just because that's what i think should happen mm-hmm. i'm yeah. not it, it could happen. and it i could. think that they will definitely be an fyn right like i think yeah. first year nomination they get in could happen there's a lot of competition though so you know. Okay. I mean, are you I'm trying just... not to get my hopes up because I care so much? Yes, uh, kind of. Well, because I, I assumed that the cars would be an FYN, but they just happen to... But the cars, to me, don't have the cachet that the Pixies do in, in that I think that people will feel good voting for the Pixies. Mm-hmm. Um, I would... 
I would respectfully disagree. Ooh. I think the Cars are an extremely important band. I like the Cars mm-hmm. quite a bit, um, but I but I'm thinking about I, maybe I'm just thinking about like what people feel cool voting for. Or yeah. feel, although the Moody Blues are getting it, so yeah. it's like hard I mean, to say what's the, cool. The first year the Cars were nominated, the bands who got inducted instead were the Steve Miller Band, oh, hit me. Chicago, Christ on a Deep Purple. Wow. You fucking with me. This and a is cheap trick. Unkind. Yeah, and NWA. But they had been nominated a bunch, and the movie just came out. Wait, recently. NWA? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The... There's a few. They, there's a few hip hop acts. You can trace okay. them back to Hall and Oates. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Follow up questions with the Pixies. This is easy. Like, so the band members who are inducted with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is easy for the Pixies. It's not always easy because sometimes bands have a lot of members coming and going at pivotal moments. But you know they're basically just the same four members the whole time. Frank Black, Kim Deal. Uh, but now they got Paz. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Pause, pause, Lanchanton. Do you oh, do I was not like, think pause. They have like pause the, de la Puerta. <laughs> oh, I thought <laughs> like peace. No, I just thought maybe they had you know the egg die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Joey Santiago and, and David Lovering, but sometimes it's the, the, one of the. There's many flaws to the Hall of Fame, but like one is who they pick, who they choose to induct with the bands, uh, and they shouldn't. And I don't think they would induct this pause woman. But they inducted, like, Metallica's most recent bass player, Robert Trujillo. Oh, they oh, choose which they of choose the members? Choose. Yeah. So not it's, so they have to determine which members so, of like, the band. So, like, Arnell, not in. No. Not on the journey. No, he's not in on the journey. Uh, but this, uh, one of the, yes, yeah, so like I said, the bassist that they choose for Metallica in that documentary, uh, Some Kind of Monster, like part of that documentary is them choosing that guy, and that was not. It was in the two thousands, so he was not with the band at a pivotal yeah. time. But somehow he got inducted with them. Uh, a guy named Josh Klinghoffer, who's maybe not even forty, was inducted with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a band he joined in twenty eleven, or like twenty. But also the other older members were also inducted. Some. They can induct like two bass players. Did they? Oh induct- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just. So in last in last year there this was is the kind uh, of <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we so can move thrilling. on uh, I can't we can move on <laughs> but I was just gonna say last year Pearl Jam had a lot of drummers that they could have inducted but they only inducted two and they snubbed a one that they should have a guy named Dave Abrazizi who was with them at for two albums kind of at the height of their career damn but, but they only inducted. Wait, they snubbed him? They were like, and you think that they should have snubbed him? No, I think he should have been in- oh. included. Also, it doesn't cost you anything. Just just fucking induct him all. I don't know. The rock hall isn't real. So, like, induct 30 bass players. Induct everyone who ever played with you. Like, just do Induct it. the fans. <laughs> <laughs> like, legit, who fucking cares if you induct three bass players or two? It's not that big of a deal. Well, you have Because I, I guess the, do they to answer you your question, yeah, you get a statue. Well, you I'm are... sorry that they have to print out one more nameplate. Like... It takes up time, and I think, I, weirdly, I think the people making these decisions are thinking about how much time it's going to take at the ceremony because they don't want to go too long, which is pretty stupid oh, for that to be a concern. Oh, because they don't want to run over because so many people are watching it on television? Like, what? <laughs> uh, but also, like, I don't know, sometimes uh, it's geez, like... who are you, Kristen? Radiohead? Being pretty rude to the rock ball. <laughs> 
All right, so I think we're gonna we're gonna try to do a, a game here. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Oh great! Uh, this is the the first time we're trying this. This is a completely original game uh, that Kristen and I came up with. We're calling it Identify That Popular Song in a Competitive Situation. Uh, so I have some – I'm going to be using uh, – I guess I have to plug the website I'm using just because it's – there's a website called Huge Quiz. <laughs> and they, they, their interface – Their interface is, is, is good for this kind of thing. Uh, if you guys want to, we'll do it <laughs> – you can pick which category. Essentially, it's going to play a snippet of a song uh, and then see who can identify it uh, uh, more quickly. What do we choose? We choose okay. rock and roll. So yeah. <laughs> here are the categories. Uh, 80s rock and pop songs, 90s alternative rock songs. That might be appropriate. <laughs> I, I choose about. 90s alternative rock. Oh, you don't boy. even have to read the rest of okay. the genres. It might be going down. Great. <clears throat> okay. So, I, so we could all do this. Or should I? I don't need to. I, if it were classic rock, I would sit out. But otherwise. Oh, I thought you were sitting. Oh, yeah, sure. We yeah. could all just uh, give it a go. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to begin. And Wait, explain how you do it though, because it's just like a random. He's not seeing. No, this is this so sound, the reason. Because it really I, sounds like you're looking. At I'm it. looking at it, and then I'm going to identify <laughs> the song I picked. Yeah. Uh, the reason I, I mentioned huge quiz is because... Because <laughs> it's gigantic. Because it's gigantic like the Pixie song. Uh, no, they have this thing where it's essentially a huge quiz uh, where you... <laughs> Shut I up. have given no information. Uh, it'll just... It'll play a song randomly and then you type in what you think it is uh, and then it'll go on to the next one. All right. So, and it... Does that make any sense, or is that just complete? <laughs> nope. I didn't really get it. Essentially, it's going to play a song. I don't know what it is, and then okay. we'll now, find out the answer. I can't currently hear in my headphones. Is that? I can also cannot hear okay. in my headphones. Yeah, I think nothing that is... is playing. Okay, okay great. great. Cool. All right, so we are going to start, and then, I don't know, say I know it, and I'll stop it. Oh my God. <laughs> or just say what it is. Do you think? No, you buzz in with Bing Bong. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, this is good. You're all right. I'm making the Nate. rules. We, need, we needed you here. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't even my pod. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we ready? Yep. All right. Uh, bing bong. I, like, I'm ready. Okay, oh, yeah. Is there a ready symbol? I should say ready. Okay. Ready. Ready. Uh, uh, bing bong. Oh, bing bong. Oh, come on. You're okay. going to do it. I know what it is. Yeah. Do you so know what it is? Nick? I don't know. Oh. Uh, it's, it's... Do you want to say the okay. artist on one, two, three? Okay. One, two, three, three fastball. fastball. And then the song okay. is one, one, two, three, the, the way. way. The way, the way. Just <laughs> uh, the rest of it. Yeah, this is still it. Yep, I hear. As soon as the drum came in, right. I knew what it was. Okay. This doesn't sound very alternative to me. Okay, no. I, fi- I know. Oh I found- I didn't know what it is, but I had to look it up. Uh, oh God, oh. because we heard enough of it. Oh my gosh. Oh Jesus. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I have to tell you what it yeah. is, right? Yes. It's kind and generous. By Natalie. By Natalie Merchant. Merchant. Uh, That's a very loose definition of alternative. Is- I mean, right it now. definitely wasn't on in the '90s. Well, I that's guess definitely alternative kinda- to rock. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like that was on an alternative station, wasn't it? I'm assuming that's why Would it's in this list. Would they play it on Q101? Shout out, Chicago. Uh. Okay. Are we ready? Yep. 
Oh, uh, Bing oh, Bong. Oh, Bing Bong. Do you know it, Nate? No, this is embarrassing. Okay. When ready? I say the artist, yeah. one, one, two, two three, three, Counting Crows. crows. And um, then the song. The, I, 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 Do you know the song? I don't, I, I don't know the song. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I need a second. All right. Uh, hold on. Uh, um. No, you go. It's round here. Oh. Right what? here. I am eating some serious <laughs> ass on this quiz right now. Okay. Uh, are we ready? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bing uh, Bong! Bing Bong! Bing Bong! Oh, I did it too soon. On the artist. Okay, yeah. One, one two, two, three, hole. One, one, two, three, celebrity skin. skin. That's my that's my favorite song to sing at karaoke. But that is song. such a fucking good song. That song it's rips. Really great. It is the fucking. It's. I love that song so much. Such a good song. That is that is one of my favorites. That is my favorite song to sing at karaoke, and that is like just a killer song. That that's is such a good song. Where like a band puts out like a polished studio hit single, and it's just like, oh yeah, like they they made the right choice. Yeah, like they did it. Oh, that's on okay. rules. Okay. Okay. Oh, Big Bong. Oh, Big oh, Bong. Bong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Oasis. Oasis. One, two, three. Champagne, Champagne Supernova. But he knew it just from the water. Bing oh, oh, Big Bong. Big Bong. Come on. Big Bong. <laughs> One, two, three. Fade no more. One, two, three. Epic. epic. We're being uh, very cooperative. I know, in this, yeah. And I, I kind of, I kind of like that. What was the right? name of this game again? <laughs> uh, it was identify that popular song in a competitive situation. Identify that popular song in a friendly situation. Identify that popular song in a friendly situation, or identify that popular song together. Right. <laughs> On uh, the count of three, identify that popular song. Uh, do we want to be more competitive, or are we enjoying this? I'm, I'm enjoying, enjoying this. this. Okay, great. <laughs> One, two, three. I'm, I'm enjoying this. this. Bing bong. I'm enjoying this. Oh, I can ping bong. Oh, come no. on. It's going to get into the riff soon. Oh. Big bong. All right, you ready? No. Wait. But, uh, Did you want to do it, Nate? Oh, shoot. It... I, like, know the... Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, 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 no. Um, ready? Uh, wait, wait. No, well, no. I just need to know who... I need to think oh, of who it bing is. Oh, I, yes. I, I can sing the chorus. Okay, Nate are going to do it. One, go. two, three, bush. bush. One, two, three, Everything... little things that kill. As it everything's in... I think it might be Little Things That Kill. It's, there's oh. no sex in your violence, no matter what. That's the part that I know. Oh, um, oh wait. There's no sex in your violence. Maybe it is Everything Zen. It's Everything Zen. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I, that I, Literally, that was all I could think of when that song started. <laughs> I'm so mad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I think Nate, it's Everything Nate gets Zen. the point. <laughs> Nate gets the point. Yeah, that's the, first, that's the only point that's been given so go. far. <laughs> Nate, you won. You might have just won the game. Oh, um, uh, 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 bing, bing bong, um, bing bong, wait, oh, um, you hear it? keep hearing it, yeah, uh, I, I, I know the song, but I'm not going to be able to say the name, oh, of wait, the person. do you want to say what the, is that, I, I might say something completely wrong, but I, I'll, you go, say go for it. it, you say it, filter, no, no, okay. it's not filter, it, isn't it that one that's like, um, we play it again, uh, it might have already gone to the. He had already oh, went to the damn. next thing. Isn't it the one that's like you know, uh, uh, um, uh, the what one? Are you, what are you looking for here? I, 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 uh, I can hear the song in my head. Mm-hmm. Do you want it? Uh, yeah, tell me what. Do you want it? Tell me what it is. Uh, it's pure morning. Pure morning. Days 
dawning pure morning By a band called placebo placebo that's yes. what it was yes. i was I like filter and placebo I well, was also it the problem i was having is there's like a part in it that sounds like the think of me what you will i've got a little space to fill which is tom, which petty. Is tom petty but there is like a part of that song that goes in that same um rhythmic do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. banana, banana. yeah but that's like how the song goes i think okay. we're learning that a that's lot of i was having a lot of trouble. 90s alternative rock songs really took a while to get to the song like <laughs> everything here is just like here's some noises first <laughs> Yeah, it's just a noise. <laughs> this Play is the fucking just... song. We're going to run out of time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I, I I found out what it was. It was uh I'll give you want the band. It's Silverchair. Yeah. Oh. And the song is called Anthem for the Year 2000. Oh, wow. Okay. That was that was beyond my reach. I'll be honest. Yeah, two thousand. That one. Oh, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Okay. One, two, three. No doubt. One, two, three. Don't speak. This is fun. Oh, I think I, I think bing bong. Yeah, bing bong. Oh. Oh. Ready? I have the band. Yeah. yeah. One, two, two three, three. Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. No, I did not have the band. <laughs> yeah, this is from Alice in Chains Unplugged. I thought oh. it was from oh, Nirvana's Unplugged. It was, so it's I was got really me wrong. wrong yeah. Alice in Chains. Good job. Would not really have gotten job. that. I'm going to give the credit to your beard for that one. Yeah, my beard uh, really shouts. You know, I like guys, Alice in Chains. You MTV guys each Unplugged. have a point. <laughs> wow. You guys each have one point. So nice. so far, we just know that I've lost. Ooh. Uh, oh. Bing bong. <laughs> I'm blanking on this. Oh, you know it? I can't identify um, it, but I know I, that I, song. I know th- I know the name of the band. It's, they were a one-hit wonder. It's not. You know it, Nate? Oh God! It's a band called The Flies. <gasps> oh, I don't know it. Yeah, then. And the I song mean, is called it's like "Got You Where sister, I Want You." Got you. It's like a creepy song, though, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought that's why I said "Little Sister." <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> it's like, ooh, little sister. I okay, like the now, way you look. Now Joe has two points. I do have two points. Do, do, uh, I also was how familiar many of these are with we supposed this. to do? Um, we can. Uh, do you want a phrase and when you want to be done? Like <laughs> was I almost suggested ching chong, which is not the right phrase. No. Uh, want to say ding dong uh, when you decide you don't want to do this anymore? When you when you want to be done, like we have our safe word for when this game has gone on too. Porcupine. <laughs> we had already established code words. How about anyway. this? How about uh? Two more, three more. Uh, okay, you know what? This has a timer on it. Is that the phrase that we're gonna say? This yeah. has a timer on it already, so we'll just wait until this runs out. It's a minute. Oh, okay. great. Let's do that. Oh, great. Right. great, perfect, easy, sleazy. Oh. Um, I know it, but I don't know it. I am. I mean, Jeez. wow. His, I think I know the name of the song. His I intros. Think, I'm just, pretty sure. I mean, this sounds like it I'm was just in sure the beginning of the Fifth yourself. Element. Just play the damn song. <laughs> that just uh, was the soundtrack for the Fifth Element. I the song's called Save Yourself, and it's by Stabbing Westward. Oh, oh Stabbing a Chicago Westward. band. Wow, I haven't listened to them in a long time. Weren't they a Chicago band? Stabbing Westward? Am I wrong about that? 
I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Keep it political. Oh boy, we're yep. back on the nom I will need more information. <laughs> Who's to say? Oh, uh. Oh. Bing bong. <gasps> oh, um. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 ready, guys? Oh, wait, wait, no, oh, no, 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 no. I need, I, I know the name of the song, but I need a second to think of. Oh, oh okay, I got I, it. Bing bong. Okay. One, One, two, two three, screaming trees. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming trees. And it's get off this? No. no. It's not Cracker, get off this. No, no, Screaming Trees. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you don't know the song? I I got distracted. Uh, I lost it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you basically said it. Was it? Oh, Nearly Lost You. (laughs) It's called Nearly Lost You. Nearly Lost You. (laughs) Okay. That's a good song. But you guys literally, Cracker, get off this is in the same it's like a yes. cousin. It's oh like a God. brother. It's yeah. like a very, it's very a very close, close brother of that yeah, song. Yeah. Very close. I know I very <laughs> I know I biffed it hard on that. But I don't yeah, but I don't take the shame. I want you to know that. I biffed Great. it hard, but I don't take the shame. Perfect. Well that the timer has run out. Oh my God, I think that was a it. lot of fun. Wow, that was great. For our super original song, identify that popular song in a competitive fashion, although or it was a friendly. mostly friendly. <laughs> uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Nate Fernald, our guest. Thank you so much yeah, for thank you being so part much of this. For having being here. The inaugural. Um, uh, thank you, our listeners, for being here. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to. Uh, this has been the uh, Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcast. If you want to email us, you can at rockhallpod at gmail.com. Cool. If you have any comments or you, if you want to suggest a band maybe to uh, evaluate. Yeah. Or whatever. And if you want to email me, is send them that email and afford it to me. <laughs> yeah, we sure yeah, will. Yeah, we sure will. Uh, thank you so much. My name's Joe Quazala. My name is Kristen Studdard. And who cares? About the Rock Hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.